East Coast Radio. Radio. It's a Danny Gazelli show. Great to be with you. And boy, oh boy, have I got a guest in the studio. He goes by the name of Robbie Collins, and in my opinion, the fastest growing comedian in the country. Robbie, how's it? How are you doing, Danny? I'm brilliant, man. I must be honest. You know when you meet someone yes. and you feel like you've known them forever, you're that type of guy. For real? No, 100%. I might owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I'll take the check out now. So, here's the deal, okay? We want to get to know you. Yes. Right, so, if you are listening right now, make yourself a cup of tea, um, maybe just have a beer, who knows? Because we're going to get to know Robbie a little bit better. And here's the deal. Every time you make me laugh, right. you're going to hear this. Okay. Which means one point. And at the end of the interview, depending on how many points you get, is how many marshmallows you're going to have to put in your mouth and then tell me a one-liner joke. Right. So it's going to be the unfunniest interview of all time. Okay. Are okay. you ready for this? I'm ready for this. All right. Don't get emotional. We can. We're in this together. <laughs> okay. But on a serious note, all right. You as a comedian and one of the top in the country. All right. When you go to a bry or a friend's house, are you always expected to just be bloody funny? Not by the people who know me. The people who know me, you know that I, I, I'm not that kind of guy. Actually, I hang around with funny people. Okay. So I find myself laughing more than being the funny guy in where, company. Where do you get most of your material from? From life experiences? Definitely from life. It's stuff I've experienced or it's opinions or just observations, stuff that's happening around you. But lots of it is real life stories that I somehow make into comedy. Okay. So I know people that know some people. Yes. And I've been asked to ask you a question. Right. All right. And I'm nervous because I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> All right. It goes like this. What did you do in a video to sell Trevor Gumby's first one-man show? Damn. <laughs> Am I allowed to say it on radio? It depends how hectic. I'll censor myself. But uh, I had to act like a, like a prostitute. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, Does that come naturally to you? Uh, uh, I had to I had to do some method acting for that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I had to I had to give him a blowjob. Wow! Yes. In the video. Obviously, this was acting. I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not that desperate for money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to act like I'm performing oral sex on him. Wow. And, and then my How did you feel off. doing that? Were you fine? Were you comfortable? It's one of those things you do when you're starting off your career and you're like, maybe this is... <laughs> We've been there. Yeah. This, maybe this is going to help me get other jobs. I didn't. But <laughs> okay. But yeah. So listen, I've just got to add this up. Ready? And three. So that's three already. That's three laughs? Three laughs already. All right. Okay, so besides, this is the obvious answer. Besides making people laugh, yes. what is the role of a comedian in today's society? I think as you see what's happening in the world. It's crazy. I think people need a relief. People need to take themselves away from their lives. Like, people are going through a lot of stuff right now in South Africa and the world. You see what's happening in America. It's, it's ridiculous. And, mm. and I think comedy becomes really important in a time like this uh, where we can take what's serious and laugh at it and be able to face another day you know mm. um, I think it's really important and people seem to live on their phones mm. nowadays so bad eh? so comedy is cool because people can escape that for a moment get off get off the phone get off get off Twitter get, there's so many things like uh, we we collect information but we don't really what's the word we don't really understand what we're collecting all the time sure. because there's so many different mediums giving it to us so comedy is cool just to take yourself away from that. 
And talking of cell phones, yes. you must have had this. When you're on stage and you get that rude person in the front on their cell phone, what, how do you handle that? I get more upset if your phone rings and it's a Blackberry because then I feel like you're not working hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a Blackberry. <laughs> Sorry, it's another one. You oh. made me laugh. You're too but funny. It's, you know, in, in a, I was in the States doing shows a couple months ago and there they don't allow your phones in. Okay. Because there's so many famous comedians that just rock up, like Chris Rock will just come and perform. So they don't want to be filmed or anything. So it does make life easier as a comedian when there's no phones. Sure. Like sometimes I'll just, I'll see somebody start to film and I'll just ask them politely, like, please don't film this. Because yeah. you, the jokes are growing and if you put it on the internet, the joke might not be finished or in a comedy club, you need that space to say what you want to say without having to without the repercussions of it of course you know and, and on that note what is the easiest part of your job and the hardest the easiest part the, 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 i don't think it's easy i think it's enjoyable sure it's hard the hardest part is coming up with fresh things all the time and and with that hard work it makes life enjoyable and getting chicks is easy <laughs> <laughs> That's the easy part Let's talk not, about that Let's not, talk about that You've come off stage And you have all these girls around you Is it, is it at every show? Do they just go crazy for you? No, it's not like that at every show It's definitely like It's definitely not like that Like if you do a If you do a show like in Limpopo There's no groupies <laughs> <laughs> There's farmers And, and <laughs> There's farmers and a cook it's just like it's pretty much like Maritzburg, yeah. yeah. Maritzburg, yes. <laughs> uh, just a question: Why are you here in Durban? Oh, I'm here. I'm doing my one man show in Durban. My new one man show, Son of Carol. It is at the Marine Parade Garden Court this Friday and Saturday, and I believe there are still tickets left for Saturday. How do we get tickets? Compute ticket. Compute ticket. Robbie Collins, Son of Carol. Perfect. If you want to ask Robbie a question, you can do. The WhatsApp number 0617929495. We'll be back with Robbie Collins in just a sec. East Coast Radio. It's Chris Brown and Zero. Which perfectly describes my bank accounts. Yes, we are in studio with Robbie Collins. If you haven't heard of the guy, you've been living under a rock. He opens for Trevor Noah. He's been around the world. One of the best comedians I've personally seen. So, uh, off air, you told me you got expelled. Yes. Okay. You didn't tell me why. Please tell me why. Uh, my friend, Andrew, and I, I'm going to say his name. Yeah, do it. <laughs> bring him down as well. Uh, we, we were in class the one day, and everyone was quiet. The teacher was out of the class, and we decided to bring some excitement to our classmates. Yes. And we went and stripped in front of the class. Well played. Thank you very much. Well Thank played. <laughs> what made you do that? No idea. No idea. There was no drugs involved. There's no alcohol involved. It was simply boredom. Right. Okay. And uh, that's that. That makes it right. I mean, I get it. Yes. I've been there. The kids enjoyed it. I personally. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you go to a guys and girls school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. then, 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 I'm, then it's fine. Yeah, but there's just this one chick, and she told the teacher. Everybody else was down. They're like, "Yo, after break, let's do this again." <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then, sorry. Hang on. There we go. All right. What's the first thing you do when you get home after a gig? Put my phone on charge. <laughs> I think everybody does that. 
And uh, your adrenaline, I mean, it must be pumping high. Does it take a while for it to settle down? Do you have a drink? Do you relax? I usually, it's like, for example, I have dinner after the show because I can't eat before the show. So I'll eat earlier, like around six, six or five. And then when I'm in Joburg, I'll work out and then I'll do the show and then eat like around 11, 12 and then sleep by two Okay. And I heard comedians sleep a lot. Is that true? We love our sleep. You love your sleep. We, I literally got out of bed for this. <laughs> I'm not joking. We chilled and watched Van Damme movies the whole day. Oh, really? Because it was on TV. It's not, we didn't go out and buy Van Damme movies. I was going to say that, you know, my opinion would have been slightly different of you. Um, any pre-gig uh, superstitions that you have? No. Not I so. used to be very superstitious. I used to always wear my grandfather's hat. And then this one day I was at Trevor's place and we had to go to a show in Cape Town. And um, and I almost made us miss our flight because I had to go home and pick up the hat and then go. Okay. And you're just like, okay, this is too much. Because yes. it became too much. It was almost like if I didn't have the hat on, I didn't feel funny. <laughs> and then I just stopped wearing it. So I was like, this is way too much. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I didn't want to bring up Trevor because it's not about Trevor. It's about yeah. you. But as a person off stage, because you guys are friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he as a, a you know, just in, you, there you are having a cup of coffee in a house together. Is he a nice, chilled, modest guy? He's very chilled. I was, I was in his penthouse in New York. We were flying around in jets and stuff. Like, it sounds like I'm showing off now, but like, he yeah. is on another level. Like, sure. we took a helicopter to, from New York to the Hamptons to do a gig. Wow. But he chills. He okay. literally chills. He's at home on his couch playing FIFA. That's his biggest thing. That's good to know. Hey? He's, he's still he's still the same as what he was like back then when I opened for him Daywalker times. Sure. He's still just a dude. You think one day he's he's going to open for you? Yeah, if he's in town. Exactly. If he's in town, we've spoken about it. Yeah, so cool. he, he'd be cool. It's just it's just after Trevor Noah, then you walk. <laughs> 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 so I don't know how people are going to react to me. They might just be tired after that. Where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? That's a tough one. I don't know because, you know, like so much has happened to me just this year. The way I see it is just if I do every show the best that I can, yeah. I wouldn't even recognize where I am in two years. Sure. That's the way I look at it. I know that I have, I want to do more movies. I want to tour more. But I, I focus on what's in front of me. And right now it's the Durban shows and then mm-hmm. move on with the tour, you know? You seem so grounded and humble. Who has that effect on you? Was it your parents? Was it your upbringing? I think it's, all, it's definitely my mom. But it's, I'm fortunate I surround myself with friends. Like, I'm, yeah. you obviously make new friends, but I still hang out. You can see the guys are with me right yes, now. Yes, cool guys. But, like, these are dudes I've known since... I mean, I did have to search them for knives, but, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine, you know? <laughs> but, but, like, I just I hang out with the same people. And also, like, if, if, if I see Trevor Noah, who's one of the biggest acts in the world, still the same dude, yeah. I have no business to get an ego. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. when you see those people doing really well, you learn stuff from them. And... Yeah. Yeah, as a, a comedian, you can't have an ego. A rapper can have an ego. Because <laughs> comedians, the audience want to feel like they're your friend. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, sure. nobody feels like they're AK's friend. <laughs> yeah, I don't see him having many friends. <laughs> Shame, I like the guy. No, he's cool. I'm actually am friends with him, but... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's all right. Hey, he's a nice guy when he's, you know, asleep. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not knocking him. He's a good guy. <laughs> your parents, are they proud of you? They, they must are. be. They are. 
My dad told me he loves me for the first time the other day. Is that a real I'm thing? I'm talking cut. Okay, I was going to say, I was going to go into like an emotional lever though. <laughs> okay, so we've come to that part of the show. Yes. Where we add up the amount of points. So I'm looking at my producer extraordinaire, 12. 12? So, yeah. So that's how many times you made me laugh, which is poor. It's poor. So here's the marshmallows, all right? So you can hear the packets. You've got to put 12 of these in your mouth, Robbie. 12. And you have to tell me a one-liner. So we're going to count them as you go. Okay. okay. And this is all being recorded, and it'll go on our Facebook page soon. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> one. <laughs> Two. He is killing these. Wow. Three. His mouth is already full. How does Paris Hilton do it? <laughs> That's four, hey? Am I right? Mm. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Five. Um. Is that fine? Can you do more or not? Mm-mm. Oh, come on. One more, one more, one more, one more. You can do it, Robbie. You can do it. All right. Robbie's got six marshmallows in his mouth right now. And I want to hear a one-liner joke from you. Here we go. That's, yes. <laughs> you heard it from Robbie. That was one of his best jokes yet, let me tell you. Do you feel sick? Do you want to spit it out? Do it, do it, do it, Robbie. This is gross for everyone concerned. Uh, How was that? What was the joke? I'd love to hear the joke. I'd love to hear your one line. It was so lame. How, how lame? I'll match you. I wanted to tell a longer one, and then I realized I couldn't speak at all, so then I just tried to say, why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Why? For drizzle. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to come back at you with a worse one. What did Sushi A say to Sushi B? What? Wasabi. <laughs> I know, it's lame. So listen, Robbie, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. All, all the best with your future and good luck with your show this thank weekend. You. And happy birthday for Saturday. Oh, thank you. And we realize we're the same age. We are. This is so cool. It's awesome. I'm going to invite you on my WhatsApp group. Yeah, p- thank you. It's thank cool. you. I expect nothing less. <laughs> Take care, Robbie. East Coast Radio.